Hi everyone, um, my name is Missy Wete and this is the Money Matters podcast. Um, yeah, so um, if you've been following me and listening to my podcast, you would know that I've been doing um, a series on the cost of living. Um, and if you live in the United Kingdom, I think it's it's just the the top the talk of the, it's a hot topic at the moment that's what everyone's talking about we are having um uh, uh, a leadership change um between two two conservative um leaders um for mp and essentially that's what the the their debate is about what they're going to do about this cost of living crisis so um the cost of I, I don't know why it's called the cost of living anyway um i suppose everyone's trying to avoid um labeling it what it really is which is a recession i don't know why recession is a bad word um <laughs> it's it's reality um uh it's something that happens the government don't want it to happen but because we are we're humans and we would not allow nature do what is meant to do these things happen so um when the government interferes for too long after a while everything gets out of control and here it is so anyway it's labeled the cost of living crisis the, the reason being that um the cost of living is increasing at an alarming rate so more than our income is increasing that is if you're employed and you get a fixed salary which um a lot of people um do or are on and so it's a cost of living crisis so just to give a brief genesis of how this happened um russia started um to well they plan to invade Ukraine they sent their their tanks and troops to the borders of Ukraine and in anticipation of what could happen you know um all the people that had dealings with Ukraine and Russia started panicking and doing what people do when they panic and eventually February 2022 Russia invaded Ukraine and um a lot of the energy that europe gets is from um russia between russia and ukraine so russia between russia and ukraine they supply 25 percent of the world's um energy needs so uk itself doesn't get its energy from either russia or from ukraine so you would think that we would not be affected by it but we are because um like i explained in previous podcast um now that the people that the countries that normally get their energy supply from ukraine and russia can't they have to go somewhere else um and they're sanctioned against russia anyway so even if they wanted to they can't because of the sanctions so they have to go somewhere else so the other sources are under pressure to be able to supply and where the supply where there is um, an increase in demand 
on a limited supply, the prices of things go up. And so everybody else is feeling it. And this is something, like I said, is affecting every country in the world. Even countries that have nothing to do with the war do not even get their supplies from the two countries that are at war, you know. Um, every country in the world is affected. So everywhere, everyone's talking about it. And everything is affected by um, energy prices. So even if you, um, you're off, I mean, I think it's ridiculous. My bank increased service charges by, oh, I think about 40, 40, maybe 50%. And I, I just think it's ridiculous because <laughs> I don't see how bank charges how bank charges has got anything to do with energy prices. But I suppose they would argue that their cost has increased and they need to pass that on, which I find annoying, you know. I find it very annoying because a lot of these organizations can bear this cost. They can actually absorb, they can attempt to absorb the cost for a while you know before passing it on but everyone's just decided okay let's pass it on and our government is encouraging workers not to ask for a pay rise um so that the inflation rate doesn't get get entrenched um because obviously if um the price of things are going up and you're asking your employer for more money if your employer gives you more money, they've got to pass the cost on, which then means that the cost of things will continue to go up. But I mean, if 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 if, if the increase in um, cost of living was just uh, a small amount, so if it was just maybe five, ten percent, a pound or two pounds, it wouldn't be so bad. But um, energy prices are crazy you know people are experiencing 50 percent some even up to a hundred percent increase in their um energy bills the price of goods in the supermarket has gone up the price of fuel has gone up bank of england has raised interest rates if you are on a um standard variable rate most likely your mortgage is doubling if it's not doubled, it's on, it's on its way to being doubled. If you're on a standard variable rate and you're paying interest only, if you're repayment, you might not know, you might not notice it too much. So your your mortgage might not double, but it will increase by a significant amount because rates have doubled. You know, so everything is affected one way or another. Everything is affected. You know, and um. So in my previous podcast, I talked about energy, energy prices and how to, you know, reduce the amount of um, energy consumption, you know, try to be frugal, cut down on, on wastage and all of that. Um, yeah, so... Um, I'm doing this particular podcast because I found out something quite interesting. Um, I'm, I'm between energy providers. So when, when this crisis happened, um, 
a lot of energy providers were not taking on new customers they wouldn't take on new customers so because they were not taking on new customers people were stuck with their people were stuck with the with the provider that they were with um they were stuck with the provider that they were with because um you normally what happens is that when your bills go up um you you try and make it cheaper by looking for a different provider or even going you know trying to see if your your own current provider could give you a very good deal but with the with the energy crisis a lot of people um couldn't do that so if you were with a bad provider you'll be stuck with your provider um yeah which was quite a shame okay so anyhow um i had problems with my energy provider um and uh, and i've had that problem before this crisis anyhow and um i've been trying and trying and trying to resolve it and with the crisis obviously even more so so finally we got a resolution but one of the things i tried to do was to try and um compare um prices for different providers so normally i go i do when my i normally i tend to switch provider average almost every two years unless my provider is offering me the best rate on the market but what i find with a lot of these energy providers what they used to do i don't know if they're going to go back to that was they usually have introductory deals which makes it attractive for you to switch to them so the reason why they do that is they're hoping that when you switch to them um you you would be too lazy to go to a different provider and so they give you a really good discounted rate and then um when you've been with them for two years then they get you get you know because a lot of people don't pay attention to these things they switch it to their variable rate and um which is a bit more expensive and if you didn't pay attention you'll be on that for a while and then unless it becomes unaffordable you don't switch but i tend to switch every two years so once my rate comes to an end about three four months before my rate comes to an end i start shopping around and um if i find a really good deal um i would switch so sometimes um i might not save on the energy that i use but i'll save on the standard rate which is why i'm doing this podcast to try and explain to people things that they need to be looking out for so um on your energy bill and i i was trying to i've got solar panels i was trying to get batteries to try as much as possible to reduce the amount of energy i'm getting from the grid so i I tried to get batteries and the gentleman who came to um do a quotation for us was suggesting that we we actually let me mention the energy providers i think it would be quite helpful just in case people are on it so he, he was trying to say oh because we've got solar panel octopus is one of the best providers because um apart from the feeding tariff they pay you for any excess um energy that you generate and so they're quite good and i was having a conversation with my son this afternoon and he he brought it up i don't know how he knew 
but he brought it up somehow he knew anyway he brought it up but i remember when when i was trying to sort out my problem with my energy providers um one of the th- i wanted to find out whether it was worth my while insisting on going back to my previous provider so i checked the energy um, the rate that I was paying because your usage is up to you you have control over your usage you have you don't have control over the rate that you pay at the moment so i, I had to check and the provider i'm going back to the rates for some and so for the for the electricity which i don't use a lot of the rate is slightly more expensive but not enough for it to be significant but their standing daily charge is cheaper and so a lot of people don't know that so i was having a conversation with someone and they didn't even have a clue about any of these things they didn't know what the daily standing charge rate was they didn't understand the uh, fact that they were being charged per unit of energy that they were using and they didn't know that they could source and check to see um what rate they were on and so i thought wow okay this is very interesting because when i was having the conversation with my son the first thing i did was i went on the internet typed in octopus energy and looked at what their variable rate because almost everybody is on a variable rate at the moment because that's the capped rate is the maximum they are allowed to charge um sometimes they might do deals but what i find is that the deals are not so great so unless they are giving you something other than electricity the deals are not great so some of them are offering broadband package as well some of them are offering insurance as well and so if you do the broadband and the um insurance the rates they offer you might be slightly cheaper you understand but if you don't you, i personally don't think you should put everything in one basket because if everything goes wrong you might just be left you know out of sorts so i just believe in shopping around for everything that i do it gives me the opportunity to get the best of why and doing the shopping around doesn't really take it doesn't take that long you know i use website like you switch money supermarket um money saving experts you know and there are quite a few other ones um out there uh compare the market go compare so there are quite a few you know comparison websites there and there's some money um there's some uh people that talk about money regularly and they have comparison websites as well some of them get um paid a referral fee so they pass your details on to the provider and the provider will pay them a referral fee for doing so and they they let you know but there's so many of them out there so i did, the first thing i did was okay let me just even check so i went to octopus's website i've heard I've, the name has come up one time too many they say you guys are really good let's even start with the price so i checked the price oh my god oh 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 my god so when i was comparing shell energy and edf energy the prices were pretty similar the prices were pretty similar they were, and 
I'm not 100% sure because I've only checked the two of them. I haven't done Eon. I haven't done... Um, I, I don't even know which energy providers are out there because a lot of them have gone into administration. Um, yeah, so I haven't checked all those ones to know whether they have better rates. But definitely, from my um, little research that I've done, EDF and um, Shell are completely very competitive scottish power came up oh 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 my god they were cheaper than octopus energy can you imagine cheaper than um but very expensive you know like double what i'm paying and i'm complaining about you know um and the rates that are that i am on at the moment has actually uh let me see it's not um, almost doubled it's not quite doubled yet it's probably about 85 percent 80 85 percent of what it was before the crisis so um i reckon i'm on a very good rate okay and so what i've done is the best way to do it is get your energy bill okay so when you get your bill it will tell you what they're charging you for to tell you what kilowatts they're they're charging you for it will tell you what the last reading was whether it was estimated or it was the customer that sent it in or the the supplier themselves read it it will tell you what it was before and what the new reading is whether it's estimated whether the customer sent it and all of that so it will tell you the number of units they're charging you for and then it will tell you the rate okay so the units you're using you have no control over the rate is what you need to pay attention to because you, what you're paying for is what you use and that is going to be the constant okay the variable is the price okay so and that varies from energy company to energy company so when you're looking at your bill there are two things that are important the rate you're paying for the unit you're using and the daily standing charge so they charge us a certain amount every day for the privilege, for want of a better word, okay? And also, what I've also found is that there's some providers that have daily rate and night rates. So they, they charge a different rate for using energy during the day and a different rate for using energy during the night. For some of them, it's cheaper the night rate is cheaper i suppose because you use more i don't know uh and the day rate is more expensive um maybe because businesses use it during the day and um individuals at night i don't know but for some reason the night is cheaper okay so if when you get your bill those are the things that you need to pay attention to you need to look at what rate okay and then if you want to switch so um another reason is initially we were not allowed to switch but now there's some suppliers that are accepting to switch and i'm told it's very fast it can be done within five days and why am i saying so so if for example you're with scottish power and you're paying 52p per kilowatt that's that's too much you know that is definitely double what i am paying you need to switch to someone like shell or edf or another provider who has a better rate their rate is around about 27p per kilowatt you know 
you know of course look at the standing charge as well so there might be there's some of them that the 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 kilowatt the rate per kilowatt is low but their daily standing charge is quite high and some of them the the standing charge is low but the the um unit price is high so what you then do is you take that bill that you're looking at yeah and you use the figures of the provider you're planning to switch to and work out what your bill will be and then compare it to what you're paying so you multiply the rate the new provider is offering you by the number of units you've used in that month you get a figure you multiply the the standing charge of the new provider by the number of days that bill covers you get a figure you add that figure up and multiply by 1.05 because you pay VAT at 5% and then it will tell you what the bill is so you now that's when you compare so it's the same bill different providers and then you can see okay if I switch to this provider I'm going to be saving an amount okay but where the standing charge becomes important is where the daily charge is similar you know so the difference between the two rates might be pences it might just be like maybe five point five you know point zero five or point zero two or something like that very very similar so you might look at it and oh it's not worth the switch but when you now look at the standing charge it then makes it worthwhile because the difference is a lot sometimes it's as much as 20p difference 30p difference why they split it that way i don't know okay and so that's how you compare and you find out okay which energy provider is better okay and then you decide to make the switch but i've noticed that a lot of the energy sorry a lot of the comparison websites are not um offering switches at the moment so you have to go to the providers directly so like on shell's website they allow you switch they have a really good rate but you can't you won't find them on you switch meanwhile when i was changing to shell i changed using you switch at that time you switch offered me the best rate so i changed through you switch now they're not even on there at all i tried money supermarket they're not on there there were only two providers on there utility warehouse and scottish power and scottish power if i switched to them i would have been spending so essentially my energy price would have just doubled so there, there was no savings it was it was even more expensive than what i'm paying at the moment that i'm complaining about you know so definitely a no-no so uh, uh people if you if you if you're like me and you use the use switches and the money saving experts and they go compare you know all the comparison websites you might not get good deals on there so you need to go on the individual providers website you know and check to see if they're switching and then they will give you their tariffs and then go just check look at their standard their standard um, variable tariff which usually is a capped tariff so the government have told them 
by how much they can increase so they're not allowed to increase the tariffs by more than a certain percentage up to october they're not allowed to increase it by more than 54 percent so it's capped okay so all of them have their tariff and then come october it's going to go up by we are expecting anything from 23 to maybe 34 percent they will know more when that time comes okay so it's going to go up we know that okay and we know it's going to go up by up to that amount and a lot of them are you know they're increasing their tariffs by the full amount even shell shell says they're 100 renewable energy you know so if they're 100 renewable energy then they shouldn't read the energy prices shouldn't really be as high as everybody else so maybe that explains why there's a great difference between what their what their rate is and other um providers rates are i don't know okay but i know edf is in 100 renewable they have some elements of renewable energy but it's not 100 renewable okay so that that essentially is you know what you need to do compare the make sure you're you know go on the web on the individual um energy providers website i can't remember all their names but i know there are quite a few and i think a few of them have gone into administration you know a lot of them have gone in the the really smaller ones have gone into administration because they had contracts to provide energy at a particular price and when the energy prices went up they couldn't meet that price they would have been running at a loss so they went into administration um so yeah i don't know which ones are but then in that era you know energy prices were quite competitive so you need to check those things make sure you know that you can save because initially i thought i just assumed that energy prices would be similar across the board but when i checked it and i did the comparison today when i checked edf and shell and they were very similar i thought okay yeah they'll be the same across the board but when i now saw what scottish power were offering octopus that comes highly recommended what they were offering utility warehouse what they were offering and utility warehouse they've got like some very funny schemes you know i think it's more like a referral service um where they pass on the the some of the profits they make to their members you know so they're not big on profits like edf and shell and bp and all those other energy providers are you know but the rate they were offering was pretty high it was very high so um yeah I, and i realized actually there's a disparity in the market and you wouldn't know because the sources where we go to to get the information are not providing the information because there's this illusion that we are not allowed to transfer you can transfer your energy provider at the moment and so i thought look this is very very vital very crucial people need to know um so that if, if you are paying a hundred pounds and you are paying 300 pounds 400 pounds then you need to find a different provider you definitely need to find a different provider to save because you could cut that in half just by changing to the correct provider okay apart from you know all the other things we, we talked about changing um how you use electricity taking time to switch off the lights and the sockets and all of that okay and so i thought this is very crucial people need to be aware of this you know and i find it interesting that a lot of people are not bothered it's like oh yeah i can afford it 
you know oh it's not a problem um because we're christians oh yeah um it's not a problem and i get i understand that but i know that god is not in favor of waste if you can reduce your bills just because you can afford it doesn't mean you shouldn't yeah the reality of it is that that money that you're saving if you can save a hundred pounds on your bills by taking the trouble to switch to a cheaper provider just because you can afford it there might be a family that you can be supporting with a hundred pounds every month and you make a difference so sometimes this isn't just about you it's also about the people that are around us there are going to be a lot of families that are going to struggle a lot of families are going to struggle there are lots of people who before the crisis did not have a positive cash flow their expenses were already equal to their income if not more so now that they not, and people are deciding okay um they go to bed early half eight nine so that the lights are out you know they don't have to switch on the lights during the night there's no activity just because and you know for you you can afford it it's easy but there are lots of people that are going to struggle people are going to lose their homes because um if they have to charge that means they have to take out the cash to buy the top of their the gas and electricity to be able to cook food which means that by the time they've done all of that then they don't have enough to pay their rent you know if they don't have enough to pay their rent they're gonna get evicted you know and the council might not help them because the council might say they intentionally made themselves homeless because they didn't pay their rent so imagine if you could support a family with a hundred pounds 50 pounds every month because you've been able to save that by being doing the little things that you should ordinarily be doing because i've had this conversation with some people and oh yeah, yeah it's not a problem i'm telling people okay um bank of england is going to raise rates if you're on a variable rate make sure you switch speak to your um, mortgage lender and see if you can get a better rate and fix it at least for two years preferably five years but at least for two years now oh, yeah, 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 yeah it's okay it's okay it's okay okay you know oh, i'm fine i'm fine you're fine your neighbor is not your neighbor is not so it, i think it's very very crucial that we pay attention you know these are these are the times where we have to be uh brother's keeper we have to take care of our neighbor you know your 50 pounds your 100 pounds to help a family could be the difference between them being able to stay in their home or even be able to afford a roof over their head or even be able to feed their children you know because the government it can even if the government wanted to there will always be a limit to what the government can do we are not a, so, a, a socialist country you know we have some elements of welfare in it but the government can't solve all the problems it's going to be up to us to do as much as we can do so even if you can afford it and the increase you know you're not feeling it you you're not going overdrawn you're not using your overdraw facility you know you're still able to eat the same way you were eating before 
you're still able to do the things you were doing before and it's not affecting you in any way shape or form do it for the person who can who needs that extra money you know and so the, i for me i think this is really crucial and i don't think we've started to, if the government is already panicking i don't think we've started to see the impact and also some, sometimes they panic unnecessarily um it makes good news um but i i reckon um I reckon there's, there's the you know the ripples. So I reckon there's going to be waves. So we're seeing the ripples now. I reckon they're going to be waves. I'm not convinced that the worst of it is over. I don't think the worst of it is over. Also, bear in mind that we are in summer months. We're using less electricity. You know, winter months when it gets dark at five o'clock. Now nine o'clock, five o'clock. So that's four hours. You know. Um, in the evening and maybe another two hours so another six seven hours of comp you have to use um energy you know and then it's colder so you need the heating as well you know so apart from the fact that you're using more electricity you know if your house is powered with with central heating that uses gas you need that heat as well you know so i think you know <laughs> It's come January, February, it's going to be tough, you know, because that's when people will begin to feel it the most. And remember, we're going to have a price increase just before the winter months. So let's try as much as possible to be prepared. Put yourself in a position where you're prepared, you have a positive cash flow. When the increase in direct debit comes, you're able to afford it. You know, if you have any surplus, start putting it aside start saving it putting it aside so that when those when they send you the bill and they want to increase your um thing you can say to them no you know don't increase it i will meet the bill so essentially any excess on top you can pay for it one off rather than them taking it out of your account every single month you know if you're not on a smart meter initially it wasn't it might not have been a wise thing to be on a smart meter now is the time to be on a smart meter so you can monitor how much electricity you're using yourself even though the energy provider can do that because you you have like a small device that shows you how much energy you're using so you can check it and if you, it looks like you're using a lot you know even by just turning off lights you can see the difference the fluctuation in that so do those little simple things you know and hopefully this won't be too much of a crisis so i hope this has been useful um and um yeah if you need any help if you need guidance or direction you know give me a call if you have my number if not send me a message on instagram direct message me on, on instagram and as much as possible i'll try to help my name is missy owete and this is the money matters podcast